the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the Word? Praise Him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to a radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that I hope is being a blessing to all of you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. Brothers and sisters, our God desires to have an intimate relationship with us, His children. That's one of the reasons why He sent Jesus to Calvary's tree, to make that opportunity available to you and me. But unfortunately, although it's an opportunity that's there, most Christians never get there. That is, they don't have and enjoy the intimacy with God that he wants them to have. The good news is that there are pathways that we can take to increase our intimacy with God. Each and every one of us should want to know what those pathways are so that we can take them, so that we can have and enjoy increased intimacy with the God who loves you and me. Then we can experience the life that he wants lived by you and me. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Hey man. Hey man, hey man. Come on, get three folk folk high five around. Tell them it's time to be blessed up in the house of God today. Come on, get three folk folk high five around. And tell them to have an ear to hear what the Lord's about to say. And I'm telling you, y'all about to get blessed up in here, up in here, up in here in Jesus' name. If you got your Bible with you, I invite you to turn to Matthew chapter 3 and get ready for this word I'm about to bring to thee because I'm telling you it's going to be good to you. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Praise God. It's going to be a blessing unto you. Matthew chapter 3, as we continue in the teaching that we started just a little while back because we found out this is our year of increased intimacy with God. But at the same time, God wants to provide us pathways to intimacy with God. That's what we've been talking about for a few weeks now. It's pathways to intimacy with God. Matthew chapter 3, we'll read our foundational text, then we'll move on into today's information, which I'm telling y'all is going to bless you. If you got a need to hear what the Lord's going to say to you, please do. Matthew chapter 3, 13, let's read this word that God sent to me and you. It says, starting with verse 13, Then come of Jesus from Galilee to Jordan, unto John to be baptized of him. But John forbade him, saying, I have need to be baptized of thee. Comest thou to me? And Jesus answered, said unto him, Suffer it to be so now, for thus it becometh us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he suffered him. And Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water. And lo, the heavens were opened unto him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. And lo, a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Of course, we know this is an account of Jesus Christ, our elder brother, and how what it is that he did when he began to step into what God had in store for him and place him on his earth to do. Well, we're standing at that same crossroad. Many of us are standing at that same 
place where it's, it's time for us to step into what God's got planned for me and you. It's time for us to achieve and receive all the things that it is that our Father wants us to achieve and receive because this is the time, this is the season. And folk out there that's dying is the reason. God wants to be able to raise up a people through whom he can show himself mighty so that they, other people can be able to know that God can do that same thing in their life too. That's what God has, is doing and that's why he's chosen you. So because of that, he's been sharing with us what it is he needs us to understand so that we can be that woman and man that God has going to use to be able to help him fulfill his plan. We are the children of God. Some of us are the children of God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. Some of us are the children of God. We have made a decision to be able to live out the life the way God intended us to live out. And that is to be living out, living it out the way our elder brother did. Jesus Christ, praise God, a voice came from heaven. It was from the father who spoke unto him and said, this is my beloved son in who I am well pleased. We already found out that that word son in the Greek is the word huio, which means that he is a son. But that son can either be uh, close or it could be distant. It can either be remote or it can be a, a, a very close son. And, unfo- and, and because of that, the, the word beloved that was put before that, we know what kind of son Jesus was. He was a close son. He was a very close son to the father. In fact, he was so close that Jesus said, when you've seen me, you've seen the father. When you've talked to me, you've talked to the father. That's how close he really was. Blessed be the name of the Lord. But unfortunately, although we are sons of God, also we parts of the family too. Many of us have allowed ourselves to become remote rather than close sons. We've been distant rather than close like God wants us to. That's one of the reasons why God is making an invitation to me and you that says you draw nigh to me. I'll draw nigh to you. It's time for us to quit being so distant to God and get close to God like we're supposed to. He sent somebody to die so that can happen for me and you. But unfortunately, many of us are not experiencing the benefits of the closeness of God because we've become settled and satisfied with a life that's a little bit away from God. Yeah, we're in the family, but yet we kind of like that distant cousin. The one that don't nobody really know. And many of us have that for a God. We have a distant father that we don't really know. But it's time for us to be able to get close to God and be that beloved son so that we can be able to fulfill in our lives all that God has in store for us and achieve and receive all that it is that he's got planned for us. We found out that God wants us to draw that close. Turn over to James chapter 4. That's why he's given us pathways to intimacy with God. Because if we've never been there before, we don't know how to get there. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And we'll get to trying things, doing things, and reaching for things that have nothing to do when you're getting closer to God, that's why God is sending a word to you. To be able to let you know pathways to intimacy with God. So that you can be able to know what to do. James chapter 4, we'll start reading in verse 7. Here's another word that came straight from heaven. It says, submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Of course, that sounds like First Peter chapter 5. Blessed be the name of the Lord. God's been setting you up for a while. So that you can learn how to submit yourself therefore under God, under the mighty hand of God. So he can exalt you in due time like he desires to do. But he told us here, if we resist the devil, because we learn we can resist him steadfastly in the faith. Then he tells us the response of what's going to happen here. And he will flee from you. But look what follows. Draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. Draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. We found out that word draw nigh means to make near. God wants us to approach him. He wants us to be at hand. He wants us to come and he wants us to come near him. This is his invitation to me and you. Well, the last time we got together, we started working on in a very important part of that, if that's what we're going to do. And we will started working on seek to increase intimacy with God. That we need to seek to increase intimacy with God. And this isn't just something that's going to happen. This is something that you're going to have to put a little effort in. Not a lot, praise God, because he's not far off. Not a lot, because it's not going to be hard. But you are going to have to extend some effort, praise God, in order to be able to do it. Because he put the onus of responsibility on you. He said, you draw nigh to me. And I will draw nigh to you. 
He didn't say, I'll draw now to you and you draw the mountain now to me. He said, you draw now to me, I'll draw now to you. Well, another way of phrasing it, you make your move, I'll make my move. If your move is still, I'll match your move. But if your move is drawn closer, I'll match your move. Because he going to follow suit with you. Praise God. The question is, is what are you going to do? We learned already, praise God, to increase our intimacy with God, we ought to seek the Lord. We was learning that last week, that we need to seek the Lord. We need to search him out. Praise God. We need to strive after him, go after him, and do whatever's necessary to seek his face and to be able to get in his presence. Praise God. So because in the presence of the Lord, there's fullness of joy. We found out that the seeking of God's face opens the door for us to learn from him. We get a chance to learn from him. Why? Because he's going to shine upon us he's, and he's going to shine upon himself. One of the things that's going to benefit him, us when he shines uh, upon himself and, and, and shows what's around him, we'll get a chance to learn what it takes to be around him, what kind of things are actually around him and what kind of stuff is not around him so that we can be able to look in our lives and see if there's any of those things that's, that's in us and, and about us that is not around him. Because if it is, we got to drop those to go around him. Praise God. Amen. That's good news for some of us. Praise God. Those of us that really want to get there. Because if it means I can get in the presence of God and I got to drop something, consider it dropped. If it means I got to drop somebody, holla. Because cause I'm going to get there. I, I, I can only speak for myself. Holla. Amen. We going to get there, Blake. As will be the name of the Lord. We found out that uh, uh, to seek God's, that the seeking of God's face opens the door for us to learn about him. And drawing closer to God is done uh, so that we can seek the Lord's face. Because when we get there, he'll illuminate a way for us, a road for us, a course of life and a mode of action for us. So we'll know exactly what to do to draw closer like he's invited us. Praise God. And, but, and, and, and we found out a lot of other things too. Get last week's CD. I tell you to be a blessing unto you. Today, let's go into the fact and, and, and further clarify the fact that we've, been both in, instructed and invited to seek the Lord. We've been both in, instructed and invited to seek the Lord simultaneously. Turn to Isaiah chapter 55, please. God is inviting us, blessed be the name of the Lord, to come unto him, draw closer to him, and to seek him. Isaiah chapter 55, we'll read verse 6. Here's an invitation of the Lord as well as instruction of the Lord. It says, Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call ye upon him while he is near. Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call ye upon him while, while he is near. God is inviting us, telling us to seek the Lord. That word seek right there means to tread or frequent. To tread or frequent. I like that because that lets us know that not only we ought to, that their treading talks about motion, that it's, a, that it's a motion that we need to do. You know, it's, it's a treading implies walking and walking implies lifestyle which means that there's a lifestyle that we can live and a lifestyle that God wants us to live that allows us to draw closer to him and begin to make motions toward him and or frequent, whereas we don't just do it a one-time thing, but it's going to be a regular thing. Praise God. Such way we're going to frequent him. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, usually this is this, this, this word seek right here is to follow for pursuit or search to follow for pursuit or search. Praise God. In such a way, whereas if it, it's, it's, you know, if I could phrase this way, bear with me because he never will. But I'm using this idea so that you can understand what I'm talking about. It's like he stole something, like he took something from us. That's how we're supposed to go after him. Come on, ladies. If you had just cast your check, blessed be the name of the Lord, or, 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 or just withdraw the money from me, your check and put it in your purse. And then some little knucklehead run by and snatch it and start running. What you going to do? Y'all going straight after him. Blessed be the name of the Lord. You're going to forget your heels and everything else. You're going to kick them off. And you're going to pick up speed like Roadrunner, Mimi, 
and you're going to run that sucker down. You're going to knock him down and you're going to get your purse, beat him with it, and might even pull out that little, your little, your little brother in there, praise God, and, and use some of this Texan law. Boom. You know, <laughs> hallelujah. Just finished the bang off right there. But you're going after him. That's the point I'm raising. Praise God. If somebody, you know, praise God, and, and, and you happen to have two cars, and you looked and you walked out to get ready to get in one car, had such a child up in the back seat, praise God, in the car seat, and then, you know, went to go ahead and, and, and lock the door, praise God. But then when you turned around and locked the door and you saw somebody jumped in the car and drove off, but you got a second car there, what you going to do? You're going to jump in that car and run that sucker down. You ain't going to pay no attention to lights. You ain't going to pay nothing to the, to the rules. You ain't going to pay no attention to nothing like that. Only thing on your mind is running him down, knocking him down, maybe picking him up and running him over, praise God, because you're going, hey, amen, because you're going, at, you're going after your child, blessed be the name of the Lord. God said, come after me like that. Come after me like, the, the basic premise is like you really want something. The basic premise is like you really want something. Because a lot of folks don't come after God like they really want something. They go through the motions. They look good external, but internal ain't nothing really happening. On the outside, they look, well, I'm here. But on the inside, they like, I ain't really here. On the outside, they show up. But on the inside, they done already stayed home. God said, no, I need you to seek me like you really want something. I need you to seek me like you want something while I'm still near. Isaiah chapter 29, please. Isaiah, while I'm still near. Isaiah chapter 29, verse 13. See, many people draw near to God with their mouths, but not with their hearts. Many people draw near to God with their mouths, not with their now, with, with their hearts. Look at your neighbor. Say, I'm glad I ain't talking about you. Look at your other neighbor on the other side. Say, at least I don't think it was them. At least I don't think it was them. Amen. Praise God. Isaiah chapter 29, verse 13. <laughs> Wherefore the Lord said. Yeah, that's the right spot. Wherefore the Lord said. For as much as this people draw near me with their mouth and with their lips do honor me but have removed their heart far from me and their fear towards me is taught by the precepts of men that the fear that they have is taught by the precepts of men. God says, now see one of the things I love about the Lord is you can't bluff the Lord. You can't fluff the Lord. You can't, you can't gank the Lord. You can run that little, you know, 50 cent nickel and dime game on everybody else, but it don't work on God. Cause God say, I know your down sitting and your uprising. God said, I know the thought before it even entered your head. And I already know what you're going to say before it's said. God said, I know you. Mm -hmm. God said, I know you. Look at your neighbor and say, oh, Lord. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> you can fluff everybody else, but we can't fluff God. So all your practice in lying and fluffing people ain't going to work on God. He said, wherefore the Lord said, for as much as this people, he pointed them out, he know exactly where they are, draw near me with their mouths. <laughs> and with their lips, they do honor me, but have removed their hearts from me. They draw near, though. That means to, to be or to come near, which means that they might be coming. They draw near, they show up. Or they might even be there, praise God. Because be near indicates that the, uh, the person who are presently located near. Whereas come near indicates the people who are in the process of nearing. Be near indicates the person who is presently located near. They might already be there. They might already be right here. Look at your neighbor. Don't say nothing. Look back and just nod your head like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Let, me, 
They may, they may already be here. Or it might be somebody's drawing here. Next time somebody comes through the door, everybody looks like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, for real, don't do that. Don't, <laughs> don't do that. I was just kidding. I was, <laughs> don't, don't do that. I was just, I was just kidding, y'all. Especially all in the back. Remember, I was just kidding. Here comes somebody. No, for real. Don't do that. <laughs> I was just kidding. <laughs> it might be somebody that's, that's actually drawing it. But he said in verse 3, Wherefore the Lord said, For as much as these people draw near me with their mouths, they know how to talk stuff, and with their lips do honor me, all eloquent in their speech, know all the little verbiages and, and little pithy sayings to be able to say. But God said, I'm looking on the inside of you. He said, but have removed their hearts far from me. That word removed right there, praise God, means receded. Receded. I like that. It's like hairlines. You know, the ones that were there, but receded. That ain't a touchy issue around here, is it? Let's, let's do water then. Let's do water. You know how the water goes up? You know how the water goes up on the shore, but then it recedes and comes back, praise God. Because, see, that... The indication is, is that a lot of our hearts were closer, but they pulled back. A lot of us had went out to be with the Lord and was close with the Lord, but it got pulled back. So when it says that their hearts are receded, he's talking about the people whose heart was there at one time, but it might not be there at this time. That they was all in before, but they ain't all in no more because their hearts have receded. Because receded infers that it was close or closer, but it's become distant or further away. That is close or closer, but it has become distant and further away. That's a lot of us. Some of us was fired up about the things of God. Can't wait to do the things of God. Projecting our ministries that God's going to use you and me's and all the things that we're going to do. But it's receded. That's all right. God can take you to hair club. Praise God. And he'll bring that hairline back. I mean, that water, I mean, that heart back to where it was before. God can do it. Somebody said, thank you, Jesus. He said, their heart has, their heart has been removed far from me. Not just far. It didn't just didn't go back here. It didn't like back here. Let's go back to the water, my bad. Let's go back to the, it, <laughs> it went way back, like, 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 like here in Texas. I'd be driving on the highways and stuff like that. And the sign be saying stuff like, you know, you know, Clinton River. I'm just making up. I don't know the names. They'll just say something like Clinton River. And I'll be like, all right, all right. And then I drive over the place where the river was. It's just like a dry bed where it receded. It was there before, but it ain't there no more. But God wants to bring it back because that thing is far. That word far means to widen in any direction, to widen in any direction. And, and, and the point is, is that even when it begins to move back, it doesn't stay th- where it moved back because it continues to move back. Because once you get something in motion, it continues in that motion unless something comes and stops that motion. Just like when you were coming closer to God, coming closer to God, something had to happen to stop you from getting closer to God. And just like when you're going away from God, further and away from God, you'll keep going away from God until something happens. Something has to have enough force to stop your receding. And even have enough force to not only stop the receding, but turn the direction in the other way. I know somebody that got that kind of force. I know somebody, his name is God. And he has the ability to be able to stop the backing up and moving forward. But watch this, though. 
but he ain't going to use his power to do it. He said, you draw nigh to me. I'll draw nigh to you. He'll give you the reason and the incentive. He'll even tell you what to do. He'll even illuminate that I'm talking about you. But then the ball still falls in your court like what you're going to do. Because you're creating his image and likeness. And just like he got the power to stop it, you got the power to stop it. Just like he got the power to turn you around, you got the power to turn you around. It's like you got the power to get close. He got the power to get you closer. You got the power to get closer. He said he gave it to you. You're just like him. Now use it and make a decision to just turn around today and step into all of what God has to say. We read, wherefore the Lord said, for as much as this people draw near me with their mouth and with their lips do honor me, but have removed their heart from me. And if that ain't enough, their fear toward me is taught by the precepts of man. The word fear right there is talking about reverence. Whereas their reverence was taught by the precept of man. Properly, it means to gold. The word taught means to gold. You know, a gold is like a cattle prod that pokes the animal, causing him to feel something that inspires his movement. It's like a cattle prod that pokes a person, an animal, and causes them to be able to change their movement. You know, you poke them and stuff like that. And that's because they felt something for a moment. They changed their direction. But if you don't change their mind, they're going to go back in that direction. Because there's a lot of times some we feel something for a minute that causes us to change our direction. Sometimes we feel something for a second or so that causes us to change our direction. Might have been an inspirational message. Praise God. Hallelujah. Whereas we wanted to go in the right direction. We made the decision to go in the right direction. But then the next day comes. And if that thing isn't still poking you, then the feeling is gone. Until before you know it, you'll go back wrong one more time. And many times our fear of the, uh, of the Lord, our reverence of the Lord is taught, is surface level. It's surface level. Because that's all this poking the animal is surface level. It doesn't even penetrate. Just like sometimes our desire to be able to do what God wants us to do really doesn't penetrate past the flesh. It doesn't penetrate past the flesh to be able to go in the inside to where the man really is. But it's at the flesh level. And the Bible says anything that is of the flesh, you reap corruption if it's sown of the flesh. Corruption is where it gets worse and worse and worse, where it starts off solid, but it weakens. Starts off solid and weak, which means that there are some folk, praise God, that you might even see their fear and reverence of the Lord. They might drop down on their knees and holler, Lord, please. But then later on, they're going to do what they please. Because it was taught of man. They watch other surface level people do it or they were trained by a surface level person to be able to do it. And that is like, how you know, trained, 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 trained by mortal man. That word mortal, of course, means flesh ruled. It's, 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 it's subject to death. That's what the actual word mortal means. It's subject to death. But that which is subject to death is the flesh. Praise God. So it's flesh ruled. So you might have learned how to reverence God by another surface level person. Praise God. Because a lot of times many of us have been trained to worship God by a surface level person. Hey, man, that's why some people come up in here and say y'all worship too long because you was trained by a surface level person. Praise God. Some of y'all sang, y'all sang too long. That's why because you were trained by a surface level person that when the feeling hits you, instead of lifting up holy hands, we. We act like God is Madonna. God is holy. He is separate and different. There is nobody like God. So therefore, the things of the world are not carried into worship because you worship him in spirit and in truth. 
Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. Brothers and sisters, I hope that you're learning that God really has opened doors of opportunity for you and me to have a closer, more intimate relationship with Him. A door of opportunity that He's opened so that it could be walked through by me and you. A door of opportunity that we'll be glad that we walk through when we do. That is, a closer, personal, more intimate relationship with God so that we can receive and achieve everything that God wants experienced and enjoyed by me and you. If you want to hear this message in its entirety, just got that to church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'd be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. We also invite all the young adults in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Young Adult Fellowship this Friday evening. It's called GAA. That's short for Generation Anointed and a Fire. GAA is a young adult ministry with a different flavor for a different generation. It's a ministry for young adults, ages 18 through 30-ish, who come together to celebrate the awesomeness of being young, brilliant, beautiful, born again, and fired up for Christ. Fellowship starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until they go home. AG Dub be hanging. Child care is provided at no charge. Later on, VIP transportation services available for this too. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be so glad you did. It's just good to find some other young saints in San Antonio who also walk in this thing out God's way. Or oh, thought of being young and saved is boring? Must not know G-Dub. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Now stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.